Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire. And now, at long last, the waiting and watching is done, and a child is born. You know, there comes a moment for every new parent when after all those months of waiting, worry, and preparation have passed and, and the baby's been born, finally now, you get to hold this little bundle of life in your arms. It's an incredible experience, one that I've known three times over and actually was renewed in this year with the birth of our first granddaughter. But I gotta tell you, at the heart of it, it's actually kind of a reality check, if you will. Because for months, all you have thought about, all you've talked about, all you have anticipated for months is this child's arrival into the world. But now, seemingly unexpectedly, here's this, this baby. And you marvel at it. You marvel about how very tiny and frail and light a baby can be just how marvelously and intricately perfect those little fingers and toes are. And how even moments after the birth, you, you will start to pick out family resemblances. The mother's nose, uh, the father's ear, the, the full head of hair or the lack thereof. <clears throat> you realize what a miracle of creation a baby is. And you think how it's impossible to see a baby and not believe in God. You literally sit there with this baby in your arms, awestruck, and for a fleeting moment, you wonder to yourself, who this little person, this little person who lay asleep in your arms is gonna grow up to be? What child is this? And how will his or her life unfold? Well, I have to imagine on that silent holy night so long ago, Mary and Joseph must have been filled with the same kind of wonder. I suspect they were asking the same kind of questions. After all, thus far, none of this had happened the way Mary or Joseph would have planned it. She would have had this child at home, with the birth attended by a midwife and, and with loving family members all nearby. It wasn't supposed to happen amidst farm animals in a cold, dark, damp stable out and back of some overcrowded inn in Bethlehem, of all places. But then again, who would have expected a birth announcement courtesy of an angelic choir? Who would have imagined there was going to be a star shining like a beacon above them? And they certainly couldn't have expected this entourage of shepherds arriving in the dead of night just because they'd heard good news about this particular baby and they just had to leave everything to go see it for themselves. This had not been an ordinary birth, that much is for sure, but then this was not an ordinary child. <clears throat> Luke tells us in his gospel that none of these things were lost on Mary. The shepherd's words, the angel's songs, the prophecies that were coming to pass even in her sight, the Holy Spirit that had made it all happen. 
And we're told that she treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. I love that particular turn of phrase. But that having been said, you have to imagine that as the silent night gave way to the dawning of a new morning, there were more immediate things to consider. And in fact, as, as Mary and Joseph gazed in utter amazement at this living, breathing, crying, needful child before them, the thing that I suspect they were pondering on the most was about who this tiny person who was looking back up at them from the manger, who that little person was going to be. What child is this? who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping. Why lies he in such mean a state where ox and ass are feeding? Or maybe to put it another way, just who is this baby anyway? Who is this baby that has come so fully and so profoundly into our lives? <laughs> it's a question we're asking ourselves too, isn't it? After all, this is the one whom the prophet Isaiah proclaimed should be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the one on whose shoulders all authority shall rest and grow continually the one who shall rule over a kingdom of, of endless peace upheld with justice and righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. This is the one that the angel Gabriel told Mary was going to be the son of the Most High, the child who is, as the angel described him to Joseph, Emmanuel, which means literally God is with us. This is, as it says in John's Gospel, the Word made flesh that has lived among us. It's what Paul described to the Hebrews as the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being. He is the image of the invisible God. He is the light of the world that enlightens all humanity. He is the bright new morning star. He is the bread of life and the source of living water. He is the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. He is the good shepherd, the savior and the pioneer of the church. He is king of kings and lord of lords, love divine and love incarnate. He is the Messiah, the Christ of Christmas and the conqueror of death. He is the way and the truth and the life and he's a baby. Baby, a tiny, helpless infant who is the Son of God and whose very presence gives us power to become children of God. When you're holding a newborn, you wonder about what this child is going to become. And you think a bit of what it's going to be for you as that child lives and grows. Because one thing you are certain about, when that child is born, you realize that there is going to be a long road ahead. But you know, mostly in those moments, you just sort of marvel at the wonder of it all. 
And right then, that is more than enough. There was most certainly much ahead for Mary and Joseph. Living as refugees in a foreign land, fearing for their lives. Seeing their baby grow into an adult and fulfilling a divine purpose. And finally, for Mary, this would be, there would be a piercing heartbreak of watching him die on a cross for the sake of the world. But all that, it was years away. And far, far away from the manger where the three of them now were huddling together in heavenly peace, beholding this uh, tiny child who would forever live in the hearts of not only two new parents, but in the hearts of all people everywhere. That's who this child is, beloved. This little one who changes the world just by his being. This little child who continues even now to move and shape the living of our lives, yours and mine. Who this child becomes for us, well, that unfolds every passing day. The lessons he'll teach us, the challenges he's going to make to our comfortable ways of thinking, the choices he sets before us in the temples and marketplaces of our daily work, and, and the call and claim he makes on our daily lives. The difference that this tiny little baby will make in us as he grows up will be considerable and even life-changing. But all of that, it'll come. It'll come in time. Today, well, today is our time for pondering the wonder of it all. So let us come and adore him this Christmas day. Let us reclaim the wonder as our own. Taking the angel's proclamation to heart to not be afraid, to truly rejoice in this Good news that to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Thanks be to God. And Merry Christmas, my dear friends. Amen and amen. And that brings us to the close of this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, and I thank you for listening today. And until next time, stay safe, be well, and may God bless you with a great day every day. We'll talk to you soon.